Hi, this is Christy, and in a few moments, you'll meet Karen, and we are The Modern Principal. We're two elementary principals on a quest to redefine the role of leadership in schools and use our voice to steer the new generation of leaders in education, regardless of their formal role. Each week, we take on a real-life scenario sent to us from listeners and address it through three lenses of scholar, the evidence and research, systems, the structures needed to sustain progress, and soul, the heart of the matter. This week, we're talking about preparing for the next school year starting now in June. Thanks for joining us. Hey! Hi! <laughs> Christy, how are you? I'm doing great. A few more days of summer school left, and You then... sounded very robotic. I'm doing great. <laughs> I am doing great. I am doing very well. <laughs> summer school is almost over. Yes, you have two more days. Yep, two more days with I kids. Have three more. Work day, and then we get to be home for a few weeks. And well, what, you're not home. What do you plan to do in your July? Nothing. Anything? No, I just want to sit by the pool and read. I came over today to record this podcast, and Christy made a loud declaration that her basement will be clean <laughs> before July 1st. So that I can come into summer with a clean basement. Who are you declaring that to? Did you want me to come over and clean it? Because you know I would. I know you would. No, it was mainly for my husband. I figure. <laughs> I figure. Part of it is all my office stuff from school is in our basement. That, well, it's not really part of it. That's what I'm blaming it on. It's yes. really just because we're slobs. No, it isn't. You guys aren't slobs. So, you just okay. have a lot of stuff in there. My husband has a lot of hobbies. <laughs> yes. A lot of hobbies. There's a lot of various Fly tools. fishing, hunting, tools. Beer making. Beer making. Sausage making. Mm-hmm. A jack of all trades. Um, I'll tell this because I'm guessing some of my our listeners will care about this a little more than you did. <laughs> I didn't, oh. get, I didn't get a great reaction from Sorry, Christy. I didn't know this person. Last night, my husband and I, for our anniversary now, we decided since we moved to the suburbs, it's fine, whatever. I'm not a suburbanite. We used to live in the city, and it was wonderful, and now we live in the burbs. It's fine. Anyways, we decide for our anniversary every year, we go back to our hood, and we, like, walk. So we were taking this long walk yesterday. It was rainy. It was, like, whatever. Very romantic. It was super sweet. We, like, hid under a tree for a while. Aww. Ah, oh, love. Anyways, we go to this restaurant that's, like, kind of off the beaten path. Like, it doesn't seem very like fancy or ritzy, but it's like really good food. So we went there and um, we were sitting on the patio and then all of a sudden it starts storming again. And so all the couples, we were under the awning. So all the couples came under our table (laughs) and then one of the couples, we let them have our table because we hadn't had food yet. And so they bought us shots like as a thank you. (laughs) Anyways, as we're hiding under the awning, the Andrew Rannells. And Christy had no idea who that was. I don't watch TV. I mean, he's amazing. Okay, not only was he on Girls, and then he did The New Normal, but he also is hilarious and was on a podcast, and he's on Black Monday right now. Anyways, he's a huge star. So I was just staring at him from afar, like, and that, hey, that's that's him. And he was like, sit in your seat. Do not get up. There, He's trying to have family time, right? Yeah, he was trying to, like, you know, be a normal human. And I was wearing gym shorts, and my hair was on top of my head, and I had very little makeup, and so it wasn't really the right time for me to make a celebrity <laughs> But what is the right time? Anyways, my husband had to, like, beg me multiple times. Like I, kept... I feel like you should have gotten a picture because I feel like we could have maybe gotten some hits on our Insta. Yes! Uh, I tried to do that thing where you, like, lift your phone up like you're pretending to text. Mm-hmm. But really, you're trying to take a picture. And Anthony's like, you are not being subtle. Put it down. Put it down. 
Anyways, that's my life. My I'm sorry, I didn't ruins. have a bigger reaction. My husband dampers my celebrity friendships, and you don't even notice. <laughs> I don't even know who the celebrities are. <laughs> anyway, someone listening will know, and thank you. You'll be excited for me. All right, we are three minutes into this <gasps> witty banter. I'm sorry, that was. I thought that was a good story. That means we only have 12 minutes to get actual content in. You guys, we don't always stick to that 15. We don't. Usually we're... About 17. Okay, let's jump on in. I wrote this scenario. <laughs> I appreciate it. I Read do it. too. Read no, it. So John from everywhere writes, can you please share what you do to prep for next year in June? Tell me everything. <laughs> I mean, literally we get this question constantly right yes. now. And yes. we've been putting a lot of Instagram posts up lately about prepping for next year. And we've been getting a lot of questions. So we're like, we'll just do it on a pod. Yeah. So this isn't an actual scenario sent to us. No. It's just a lot of different messages that mm-hmm. we get. Random things. So scholar, systems, and soul. I think you should be proud that I did some scholarly work here. You did. Karen did a lot of the scholarly work this week. Thank you. I think this one's kind of hard because it feels like there's just so much to do, which is probably how you're feeling. If you are trying to prep for next year, if you're new or you've done it a couple years and you don't have a system, to me, that's the place to start. And I feel like this year is the first year that I feel good about actually accomplishing things in June. So so many times I have like this big list and I'm like, I'm going to get all this done before July so I can just relax. And I've never really been great at it. And so this year I finally feel like I did it. I feel like I did not, even though I have the list, but I feel like um, on Friday, I highlighted the things I want to get done in the next three days. So I feel like I'm going to get those. <laughs> and it's like everything in three days that you should have been doing yes. for an entire month. <laughs> yes. Summer school took a lot of work this year. Yeah, it really, for you, it did. Yeah, it did. But it's okay. So what I do, this happened a couple years back when I went on maternity leave over the summer. I, my secretary and I sat down and we made like a Google Doc of things that I wanted her to accomplish and then um, things that I wanted me to accomplish. And every year now, it, it's just a nice system that we set up. We revise it together. So we look at her list and we look at and I look at my list and it's just like a good place to start because a lot of those things are recurring every year that you do like setting your calendar and um, working on PD planning and those kind of things that are kind of recurring and then you can add some new stuff so I think that's is the place I recommend starting get like a, a list a to-do list that you can revisit every, every single May year or June um, and just kind of that will give you a better place to start I kind of do something similar. I like handwritten lists, so I pretty much rewrite the same list every single year. And I just have one massive list that I I almost keep the same list in front of me in my planner all through summer school and all through those four weeks of June. Yeah. I think it's also really important to kind of think through different categories. Yes. Um, So, like, calendar, like, school improvement, um, family Family engagement, professional Mm -hmm. development, staff development, those kind of staff evaluation, Mm -hmm. those kind of things. And then you can kind of break down actionable steps under that. And that would be like where having some sort of, um, I'm blanking on the term right now. I might have to cut this part out. Maybe not. This is really great. This is so riveting. (laughs) Project management plan, like some sort of a, like a, a sheet that you go back to like, okay, here's my goals for family engagement this year. Here are the steps. And like having that same template every year. Um, so that you get some of that big thinking out of the way. I think the, the main point that we would want to take is like, this is the time to do more than just tasks. Like all year, You never can string together two to three hours to do, like, the legitimate reflection, thinking, planning. Way too many interruptions. So June and July is a great time to, like, do, like, think about innovation. And that creative thinking. Yes. that The thinking that you get into flow. Because I've I've never gotten into flow during the day at school in 
any year ever. Nope, either. And I think it's a great time to read, do a lot of reading and reflecting on our my school goals aligned with these books, this research yeah, and gathering. that's a good point. And to strategize. This is a great time, too, to plan those meetings with people. Um, and I actually found that in the research, too. It talked about um, that I read an Edutopia article that talked about this is a great time to connect with different stakeholders. And even some of those um, people that you don't get to connect with, like they mentioned in the article, your custodians, yeah. your cafeteria workers, um, get into their spaces and, and their perspectives and see what's working. Because those are things we don't think about tweaking ever. Not during the, I mean, during the year that you unless there's a problem, yeah, you're right. usually just maintaining. But that I was always, from William Sprinkles, and I love that name. Sprinkles. Sprinkles. I love that. Thank you so much for that, William Sprinkles. <laughs> yes. And I often, like, I have a meeting on my calendar with my instructional coach and my reading specialist, and we're going to mm-hmm. really crank through not only, like, the big school goals, but something that I want to when I reflected, like, my MTSS process is not where I want it to be. So we're going to spend a bunch of time, like, we kind of spent the beginning of June researching mm-hmm. and talking to other people. And at the end of June, we're going to bring that together and talk about the different things that we found, put our brains together, and really kind of make some plans on something in your building that isn't working to the effectiveness that you want. This year, too, one of the systems, since I'm moving to a new building, I made sure. I did optional meetings just because I I feel like in the summer, there's a few people that are forced to meet with me. Yes. (laughs) But I don't force the whole staff to meet with me during the summer. But I did some optional meetings where they are kind of like a give me what it is, like what works about the new school Mm -hmm. and uh, or about my new school. And so they're sharing with me how committees work. And I'm bringing in, okay, well, this is how these are some tweaks that I would like to make. Are you okay with that? Um, And so we've met a few times to talk about committee structures and the master schedule because for me it's really hard to plan a year without the master schedule and knowing like when plan times are. Um, And so we have like when our staff meetings are going to be and when our grade level collaborations will be. Yes. And just some of those basic things because if I don't have them, I can't really plan. Yes. I feel like that's something I try to do as quick as possible. Like my building calendar, my building schedule. I also like to send that out to staff in August. Like a one size sheet of everything they're going to be responsible for outside of school. Yep. So that they can plan their family calendars. I also like to do that for... Our families, I like to create a mailer for our communities. I did a cute one this year um, for kindergarten um, with, like, different important dates for them and, like, the pictures of the kindergarten teachers since we haven't done class lists yet and just kind of letting them get to know that. So thinking about ways to share information with your families is great, too. I think that's awesome. One other, like, system-y thing, there's quite a few system-y things that I think summer is really good to kind of reflect. I love to spend a day planning out my budget and projecting my expenses. That's a good one. I think it's really, like, I always leave a little bit of a slush fund where it's, like, money that is not planned for right. anything specific. Right, stuff comes up for teachers that they want to do or try or Right, but, it, but to me, summer's time to really think about what, what subs... What planning days do I want? Yep. How much for subs? Where do I want to spend my instructional money? How do I want to allocate all that? So then I know how much teachers can have, how much library books and different things like that. I think that's the only way that you can really make sure your budget aligns with your goals is yeah. to really spend time projecting those out. I keep a list, too, at the front of, like, my transition binder of POs and things that we need to purchase immediately upon returning in July right. Yep. Um, to make sure that we get those orders in for things that we need right when the school year starts or yep. things that we need for staff um, 
PD and stuff when we come back in August. Yeah. I think another really great thing you can do. Sorry, my voice sounds kind of froggy today. Have you noticed that? Uh-uh. Oh, that no, not good. when you just tell you said that. Hello. <laughs> I was trying to break it up. We're like so like business. I just wanted you guys to notice my voice. <laughs> um, one thing that I think is great too is to like really spend time thinking about how all of your professional development time will fit together. Yes. It's real like... Of course, throughout the year, you're going to punt stuff and be like, my teachers are, they're Mm -hmm. overwhelmed. We can't do this. But to have a goal or like a a skeleton outline about how your early out times and your PLC times and your professional development days will all feed together, um, that's really important to do. And then I love to put stuff on my calendar. I I actually crank out because my schedule's done. I actually crank out my first quarter walkthroughs for teachers. I put them on my calendar when I'm doing formatives. I try to get as much stuff on my calendar as I can, even if it's like, hey, create this survey for families. Yep. Because even if it doesn't work to be that exact time, like, we both live by our calendar. Like, I always Mm -hmm. tell teachers, if I tell you I'm going to be somewhere, but you don't put it on my calendar, I will not show up. For sure. (laughs) Yes, 100%. Um, Same thing. If you tell me something that that I tell you I'm going to do and I don't write it down, I will not be doing it. So please make sure I'm writing it down and putting it on a calendar. Exactly. Um, But I think it is, like, to get that calendar set because even if you don't show up at 9 a.m. or you don't make that that survey at 9 a.m., it's at least on there and maybe you move it to the next day. Yeah. Um, That's the great thing about Google. Yes, it's at least there. (laughs) Yep. What about the soul side? Things that maybe we didn't find in the research, but... Well, can I be a real big nerd? I also find this a great time to, like, declutter your Yes! I have spent, oh, my gosh, the new principal at my building has no idea how much, like, I have done physical labor to clear out Uh rooms and closets. And my custodian and I, we have spent so many hours every summer, like, decluttering. Yes. Because when buildings are 60 and 100 years old, like, there's just stuff. And there's just rooms where people just, even though you say, like, please don't put stuff there. And I'm like, if you don't want it, guys, probably nobody else does. Nobody wants it. Just put it in the trash. But yet it always (laughs) finds its way to room 13. And then I open the door to room 13. And I'm like, what (laughs) is this? Yes, and I actually delegate some of that to my secretary. Yeah. Like, she always tackles the workroom every year because you know that because yep. a junk space. The lounge, like mm-hmm. random forks everywhere. Oh, <laughs> actually, never forks. It's always plastic knives. The <laughs> forks are always gone. <laughs> yes, plastic knives. Why are there the same amount of plastic knives as forks? Don't know. Don't know. Costco um, should get on that. I will say another thing William Sprinkles said in the research that I thought was good <laughs> was Sprinkles. Um, seek coaching for yourself. Yes. I think that's something that we don't do a lot of, um, but this would be a great time to do that. Look for webinars, look for research, like read while you're mm-hmm. at summer school. There's nothing against that. Like spend yeah. your time doing it. Yeah. We've, we've had a few people reach out to us for doing coaching stuff and I, we need to find someone to coach, coach us. us. Yes. <laughs> what else? Oh, what else? a lot. I think, too, we just spewed a ton on the you. soul side, like that relationship side, I mm-hmm. think it's a good time to think through your individual staff members, um, almost making a list of, okay, here's this person's strengths, and here's maybe what I want to ask them to, to highlight um, mm-hmm. those strengths and how they can contribute and make sure that they notice, that they know I notice those strengths in them. Yeah. Um, really sitting down and just thinking through those people or even thinking, hey, these are some of the challenges that they have going on personally this year. Is there something I can take off their plate? Is there... That's a good point. Um, because... 
like we we talk about a lot, life comes in seasons. And so if you have someone going through a hard season, you're being really cognizant about how you can be a support during that season yeah. and not someone who's adding to that stress. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. Plus, I think like a lot of the time that we spend in June is thinking about our new teachers and yes. how we plan to support yes. them. But I don't think we spend enough time thinking about our veterans who like what would be the best way to have their strengths highlighted and shared throughout the staff? Or even, like, what areas do they want to grow mm-hmm. or explore? And we need to make sure we have systems in place to have those conversations about their strengths and highlighting into their seasons. Yeah, I was going to try something this year to be a little more intentional about two-way feedback and putting that in my calendar. Tell me more. Two-way feedback. It's really funny when I say that phrase, tell me more. It's cool. <laughs> um, all my teachers say, stop saying that! <laughs> Um, so I just feel like my conversations with teachers after observations are very one-sided and I feel like I don't have times built into my quarter to just hear from them on what's working, what isn't, um, academically, like my feedback wise, um, even feedback like on your leadership and yeah, that's good. And feedback on my feedback. Like what do you need from me to continue growing or kind of like the one-on-ones that she talks about in Radical Candor. Yes. I've been thinking about that, too, and trying to think about, like, a template or something, mainly a system to have those. It's just so hard when you are a singular principal over 40-some staff. Yeah, like, I think we both evaluate minimum of 40 people. And so to do that on top of all of your mandatory evals and conferences is a lot. Right. And trying to make it meaningful so that you devote time to that conversation while also being in classrooms and helping with behavior and and PLC right and yeah just the many challenges that we're faced with yep oh boy okay what else kind of sounded like a depressing end one of the many challenges we get to creatively (laughs) think through and solve um I think that's it for us for today isn't it yeah you want to share our from the desk of the madam principal I would love to this is a quote by Robert H Schuler. Um, spectacular achievement is always preceded by unspectacular preparation. That is the truth. We Most of what we do glamorous. as principals, nope, it is not glamorous. So we challenge you to pick one thing to do from the pod today. And maybe you don't have to like do it, but like put it on your to-do list. Yeah, and then highlight it and then move it over to next week's when you <laughs> yeah. don't do it. Move it to next week's to-do list when you don't do it this week. <laughs> yep, just keep sliding it down the list, but at least it's on there. Um, Also, we decided we had a little planning sesh uh, for TMP, and we're going to launch a webinar um, and live workshops throughout next year, and two of them will focus on prep for the school year. We listened to what you've asked for, guys. You guys said you want some meetups. We're going to do some virtual ones um, that really kind of go through what we do to prep for different parts of being a principal. Yep. So be on the lookout. You can follow us on Instagram for that information and also our website, and hopefully we'll have that out in the next few weeks. So, Yep, that's all. Thanks for joining us today. Please make sure that you rate our podcast. Um, if you like it, give us those five stars. Yes. Christy, did you know someone gave us one star? What? We have all five stars. And then? Are you joking? No, we have a one star. I knew it would Was there a crazy. comment? Nope. It was just a singular one star, and I couldn't even figure out who it was. I tried to deep dive. That's not, not to like harass them, but to like ask, like, dude, what's up? Give me more. Oh my gosh. Just a one star. I, Christy's a perfectionist and loves to achieve. And so this will literally haunt her. Well, especially tonight. with no feedback. Like, my yeah. love language is direct feedback. Uh huh. <laughs> so she's not going to do well with just a one star. It could have just been an error. Maybe they thought one it was, was the just... best. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? 
Anyways, we'll leave you with that, guys. If you're going to leave us one star, tell us why. Please, Please. So we can improve. All right. Make sure that you are subscribing to the podcast if you like us and want to give us more than one star. Follow us on Instagram at The Modern Principle. And you can find more at themodernprinciple.com. Goodbye.